What's going on, guys? Brandon Lewis here with the TenCon Big 7. We're going to have to do this a little low-tech today. Uh, I just came in the door uh, from the truck convoy. Really enjoyed getting to see so many of you out there. As you're watching this in the comments section, if you were at the truck convoy uh, meetup last night, if you would just put in the comments section that you saw me, uh, we probably had 100 people uh, sign up for the Tennessee Conservative Patriots that I know good and well, uh, really care. Uh, some of the most engaged people across the state. Uh, we're doing this in a little bit of a primitive manner. I've had issues with the desktop version of Facebook Live. So if the audio is terrible, uh, I can't do anything about it. We're going to have to go low tech here. I'm going to make sure that the audio sounds decent for the podcast. Uh, last night in Lebanon, Tennessee, uh, we had, I don't know, two or three hundred people show up for the truck convoy. It was a great event. Started early, went late. Uh, wonderful performers, uh, wonderful singers. Uh, it was just really a good time. Uh, for a lot of fun and a lot of fellowship. I hope that you were there. hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, people will come up to me from time to time and say that they really appreciate what we do here at the Tennessee Conservative, and it is heartening. Uh, one of our, uh, I guess one of our biggest fans, Amber, helped me work the table uh, so that I could uh, direct people there about the social media censorship bill so people could get signed up and notified for that. I uh, ran into lots of subscribers, lots of people. Uh, it was just really uplifting and fun, but I'm tuckered out. I'll be honest. I woke up in a hotel room, jetted my way uh, down here so I could be here by noon to give you the news. We're trying to do this on time every day. So let's get into the stories with no further ado. This is the first one that we're going to talk about, and uh, it really shines a light on the fact that your taxpayer dollars that are then used to lobby against your interests are profoundly uh, entrenched up in Nashville. Let's get into this one. Bill prohibiting state agencies from lobbying for or against state legislation taken off notice. A bill to prohibit taxpayer-funded state agencies from lobbying for or against state legislation has been taking off notice for the House Public uh, Service Subcommittee due to a likely defeat of the companion Senate bill in committee and the fact that the practice uh, the bill aims to address most likely is already in violation of Tennessee Code and the state's constitution. House Bill 1978 was heard by House Public Service Committee on March 2nd but was taken off notice by the bill sponsor, Representative Robin Smith, following her presentation of the bill. Smith said, relative to the Tennessee Code annotated, lobbying is defined is the process to communicate directly or indirectly with any official in the legislative branch for the purpose of influencing any legislation with any legislative action or administrative action. Woo, that's, that's a tough one, okay? You hang in here with me. Uh, we do have in the Tennessee Constitution, Article 2, separation of powers, and that specifically says that the powers of the government shall be divided into three distinct uh, departments, legislative, executive, and judicial. It says that no person or persons belonging to one of these departments shall exercise any of these powers properly belonging to either of the others. Basically means that you should stay in your lane. If you work for the governor's office, if you're a superintendent, if you are getting taxpayer money, you should not then take that taxpayer money to lobby against the interest of your constituents or to try to influence your legislators. And I believe that they recently did something similar to this in Pennsylvania. Smith cited several uh, bills that she has witnessed during her tenure as representative that have been actively opposed by departments and agencies by liaisons. And that's true. It is, it is an incestuous uh, little uh, pit of vipers up there as it relates to government lobbying against 
the interest of people like you, people that pay taxes. And uh, we'll get into some of this uh, in a minute. I actually got informed by someone who, who shall remain nameless. I've talked about 10 people that are movers and shakers while I was in the car uh, coming back from this convoy, uh, driving back from Lebanon this morning. And there's some stuff going on up there um, with school choice uh, that would just blow your hair back. Rather than running the bill, Smith decided to submit a letter to the Attorney General asking if the current law or Constitution is being upheld. Smith also indicated that Senator Mark Pody, who I got to share a stage with and was very honored to do so last night, uh, sponsor of the Senate version of the bill, had expressed the bill would likely face a defeat in the State Senate Local Government Committee at current. And to me, it is amazing. Lauren, thank you for uh, thank you very much for coming here. She says, and it's hard to read on my phone. Uh, when can we get a real conservative governor and secede from this BS Biden administration? It couldn't happen early or early enough for me, uh, but I don't know that we're going to get that. Um, and so, basically, what Smith and some of the other representatives did is they sent a letter to the attorney general asking their opinion is if these state um, lobbying. Uh, organizations are really already violating Tennessee law, and I'm interested to see the interpretation from the Attorney General. Hopefully he says yes. I mean, I don't want people to lose their jobs, but if your job is to actively lobby against the interest of taxpayers as represented by uh, legislators, then you don't need that job. There are plenty of jobs out there. Go do something else. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you're probably not in the best interest of the taxpayers. Next story, outraged Tennesseans denied opportunity to testify regarding patients' bill of rights. Before I get into this, this is a bad look for Tennessee lawmakers. Terrible. What erupted in that committee meeting? I mean, usually politicians have the political awareness to lie to people's faces, but to do it with a smile if they're not going to do something. And the medical lobby that is up in Nashville has bought and paid for so many of these lawmakers. And I don't mean that they're taking money uh, home to their families, buying cars with it, things of that na nature. What I mean is they've, they've gotten so many of our lawmakers addicted to PAC money. They've got these lobbyists that come in constantly from the hospitals, different medical associations, and it's always about the money. And there were people in that committee um, meeting that were promised that they could their testimony could be heard. And instead of the chair of that committee just listening to them, 10 minutes, these people had driven hundreds of miles. Some of them had flown in. Uh, you had a, a widow of a, of a gentleman who passed away and was not able to see her husband. And all of these protocols that have been forced upon people and some medical professionals believe that, that, that it has led to their demise instead of their recovery because of the way that the government treatment uh, incentives are to do specific things. It's all about the money. Same with the school choice stuff that they're trying to kill, what little bit of it we have, by the taxpayer-funded lobbyists with the Superintendents Association. I'm going to get off on a little bit of a, of a side rail here. When you can't teach our kids to read and write, and you're failing at your job so miserably. And then you want to take school choice away from people. It would be like if you were a roofer, right? And in every roof you did, three of them just leaked every time it rained. If you did that for two or three months, you would have so many lawsuits 
you'd be shut down. You'd lose your business license. Yet our educational system consistently and constantly fails. And the only thing they know to do is to try to tie parents up so that they don't have choices. And this is the same situation we had here with this uh, patient's bill of rights, big piece of legislation that was going to be heard where people basically just received so much money and they've been lobbied so hard and they don't have to raise money back home in their districts like they should. They're addicted to this special interest money that they wouldn't even hear these people. Terrible. Here's the story. Tennesseans were outraged when a patient's right caption bill failed on Tuesday before they had a chance to speak. Doctors and citizens from all over Tennessee traveled to Nashville Capitol, packing the health subcommittee room in the hallways to testify on behalf of the bill sponsored by Representative Todd Warner. The Health Care Recipient Rights Act would ensure that patients are allowed visitation by family members and advocates in the case of inability to make one's own medical decision. In addition, it requires informed consent for treatments that are authorized for emergency use only. What legislator in their right mind would oppose this? Unless they've unless unless they they owe somebody something. Warner was promised by the health uh, subcommittee chair Bob Ramsey that advocates of the bill would be allowed to share their testimony and support. What Mr. Ramsey did there, I don't care if you're going to kill the bill. I mean, I do. I, I think it's a good bill. I think it should pass. But that gentleman, the smugness, the disdain, it was just a bad look. And if you go to the story, I think Jason has posted it here, and you watch that, if that doesn't make your blood boil, I don't know what will. And this is what we've got up there. People that run with all these quote-unquote conservative campaign promises, and yet they get up there, and, and the way they vote versus the way uh, they campaign are two completely different things. One of the people waiting to speak, Alicia Rodriguez, uh, who took her 36-year-old active fit husband to the emergency room last year because he was having difficulty breathing, despite having medical power of attorney, she was not allowed to be with him or advocate for him, and he died nine days after he arrived at the hospital. To not hear that lady's testimony, Mr. Ramsey, I, I don't know. I don't know what has, uh, what has covered the eyes, ears, and hardened the hearts of the people in this committee. That is terrible. That is some of the worst drama I have ever seen up there. When the subcommittee reached the bill on the agenda, Ramsey announced that no action would be taken on the bill, and to my knowledge, he could have seconded it himself. Because they had run out of time, he agreed to give Warner 10 minutes for three speakers, but before allowing them to speak, he asked for a motion and a second on the bill. After the motion was made, but no second, he announced that the bill had failed and therefore no testimony would be allowed. This, All this stuff is on everybody on that committee. Somebody should have had the common decency to give these people 10 minutes. I hope the people back home in these folks' districts ask them questions about this everywhere they show up so that they can articulate why they didn't do it. And if Mr. Ramsey wants to send us an op-ed explaining why he didn't do it, or if the committee members want to send us some kind of op-ed, we'll print it. I'd like to hear the reasoning for it. I'm all about getting both sides of the story. So, it, you know, closed circuit transmission to Mr. Ramsey. If you want to send me an email and explain why that happened and how it happened, because it, it looked awful to me and I can't see any reason. It just looks like what I think it was. Next story, Mayor Jacobs and Representative Zachary launched defense fund to fight mask mandates in Knox County Public Schools. Judge Greer, if anybody knows that guy, works around him, goes to church with him, lives in the yard, lives in the neighborhood with him, 
Somebody ought to give him a tongue lashing out in public about this so that whenever he goes somewhere, he has to almost go incognito because what he's doing to these children is just amazing. Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs and State Representative Jason Zachary are personally supporting and help raise money to support Unmasked Knox Kids Association, a group of parents fighting to end the preliminary injunction requiring masks in Knox County schools. Mayor Jacobs said Knox County students are being forced to wear masks because liberal activist judge, that's Judge Greer, uh, legislated from the bench. Mandatory masks are bad for our children, plain and simple. Knox County parents are standing up and fighting for their children. And Jason and I are going to do everything we can to support them. I'm going to see if I can get um, Mayor Jacobs on to talk about this. Uh, back to the story, our defense fund will help pay for this critical legal team to fight back against the federal judiciary's egregious overreach when judges impose their will against the people and wishes the people just make their voices heard. The lawsuit enables parents and all defenders of our liberty to add their voices to the fight. I hope it raises a ton of money. I, I don't see how that gentleman could possibly have kids or grandkids. Judge Greer, I don't see it. That's amazing. Next story. Bill to lock out congressional newcomers faces amendments in the House. Senator Frank Nicely's effort to avoid an invasion of what he calls Repu Republican carpetbaggers <laughs> in 2022 congressional race could hit a stumbling block in the House. Nicely passed his legislation Monday in the Senate on a 32 to 1 vote. Wow, that's pretty good. That's, that's strong. Uh, to require a three-year Tennessee residency for congressional candidates when they enter a primary election. I have no problem with that. I, I think they shouldn't change the rules in the middle of the game. But, you know, I can see both sides of this. Uh, but could affect the campaigns of former State Department spokesman uh, Morgan Ortegas, who has lived in Tennessee for about a year, uh, Williamson County businessman Robbie Starbuck, who might have been affected by the bill in its original form, said Tuesday he took up residency in December 2018 and would be eligible under a three-year requirement. The measure uh, faces a tougher path in the House where its sponsor, Representative Dave Wright, said he plans to, uh, uh, to amend the measure by postponing the effective date until the November election. In other words, anyone who qualifies before the April deadline for the primary election would be eligible for the fall vote, whereas Nicely's bill would make uh, that effect immediately uh, with the governor's signature making Ortegas ineligible to run in the primary, and I think I'm interviewing uh, Ms. Ortegas next week. So we'll see what she has to say about all this. Uh, Wright says he believes it's a matter of fairness to avoid stopping current campaigns and contends he wrote this bill uh, generically to avoid targeting any candidates. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. In contrast, Nicely makes it pretty clear that his bill is designed to keep Ortegas out of the race. He supports former House Speaker Beth Harwell, who uh, announced her candidacy last week in the newly drawn 5th Congressional District. Okay. This is home cooking. You know, uh, people claw, scratch, climb their way up the political ladder in, in any and all states, at the state and the local level. We've all seen this horse race before, and uh, this is this is meant to, to keep keep those two people out of it. And I can understand uh, wanting somebody to have lived here for a while. I'll be honest. I've been in Tennessee for 20 years now, and I just now feel like I'm not a resident of Alabama because I came here from Alabama. And I uh, moved here, got here as quick as I could, uh, as soon as I graduated college, Jacksonville State University, go Gamecocks. Um, you know, I, I got here as quick as I could, but I still feel like I, I don't know as much as I need to know. And somebody that thinks they can be dropped in here a year, even three years to me, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's just, it seems like it would be a difficult thing to do. Next story, bill to restrict LGBTQ promotion in Tennessee classroom materials passes House subcommittee. Uh, 
Brian said Ramsey is District 20. I don't know what that means. Lisa said, so the new residents of Tennessee can't be involved in the politics for three years? Are you kidding me? That's what they're saying, at least at the congressional level. So, bill to restrict LGBTQ. Can't we just call it gay? That's a lot to say. Bill to restrict gay promotion in Tennessee classroom materials passes House subcommittee. A House bill that seeks to limit the usage of textbooks and materials that promote or normalize a gay lifestyle uh, passed the House Finance uh, Ways and Means Committee on March 2nd. Griffey said, many parents have approached me and are concerned about this issue. They feel like our public schools are not the place for these subjects to be discussed, and they are worried about indoctrination. We should focus on reading, writing, and the core basics of education. Amen. Representative Chris Todd voiced his support for the bill. This topic and the promotion of this behavior is uh, appropriate in other venues, but not in school. Schools have gotten off the rails with things like this, and we need to get back on the rails. I agree. Uh, the outcomes for our students in the state are showing that, and it's time to show the taxpayers some better return on investment, and I think it's a good first step. I think a good first step would just to give everybody universal school choice and let them go wherever the heck they want to, and we can just be done with all this government mess. The government sucks at everything it does. They suck. Nobody wants to go to a government restaurant. Nobody wants to buy government clothing. Nobody wants to go down to the DMV. Nobody wants to have any interaction with the government more than they have to. It stinks when you're building a house. It stinks when you're starting a business. It just stinks. And education is too complex uh, for the government to do well. They need to get out of the education business entirely. That's just my opinion. Tennessee bill rejecting exemptions for schools that allowed seen materials move forward. A House bill sponsored by Representative Scott Sapicki that aims to prohibit educational institutions from making materials that are considered obscene or harmful to minors available to students in schools passed the House Criminal Justice Subcommittee and now moves to the full House Criminal Justice Committee. House Bill 1944 passed the subcommittee with a 7-3 to three vote in favor. Republican representative voting in favor were Clay Doggett, Andrew Farmer, Bruce Griffey, Dan Howell, William Lambert, Deborah Moody, and Jerry Sexton. Representative uh, Michael Curico sided with Democrats uh, G.A. Hardaway and Bill Beck in voting no. So Michael Curico sided with the Democrats on this. Make a note, elections are coming up. Uh, you might call Mike and say, hey, why do you want these obscene materials to be in libraries? That's very confusing to me. Uh, Dan Oakleaf says, well said, Brandon. Well, thank you. I'm trying my best here. You get what you pay for here. Uh, Tennessee Act to Protect Healthcare Workers from CMS Mandates Heads to Lead to Become Law. An act that would guarantee the medical and religious exemptions to vaccinations for healthcare workers is on its way to Governor Lee to become Tennessee state law. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. Terrible. So, why, why, why could we not have just fixed this two years ago? Why did so much destruction and harm and craziness, and I do believe there's like a national psychosis, and, and the lack of bravery from Tennessee lawmakers and our governor about medical freedom in general is just atrocious. And I, I guess we should celebrate this. And maybe I'm wrong. But I'm, I'm just still pretty bitter about this because there were so many voices saying that all the lockdowns were BS, that all the masking was BS, all this forced you-know-what was a BS move. And it, it just on its face, if you are a conservative, 
you should believe in individual freedoms and rights, not corporate rights, not business rights. Our, the thing that made our nation so good and so fantastic is the fact that we, the bedrock is individual rights. And whenever individual rights and business rights are in conflict, I'm almost always going to side with individual rights because I believe long term, that's the best thing. And why in the world it took conservatives uh, in the House and in, and in the governor's mansion so long to do this, I'll never know. House Bill 1867, sponsored by Representative Jason Zachary and Senate Bill uh, 1823, sponsored by Senator Jack Johnson, would require employers with mandatory COVID uh, vaccination policies to allow an exemption for any employee who provides a medical exemption from a physical or religious exemption. It would also hold healthcare practitioners who issue those medical exemptions harmless and would give them immunity from civil liabilities and protect them from disciplinary action. Amendments to the bill added a civil penalty of $10,000 for violations. It also stipulated that employers would not be forced to violate any federal requirement for those facilities receiving Medicare and Medicaid funding since federal law currently proves, uh, prevents those facilities from refusing to accept those exceptions. Uh, finally, the Tennessee Attorney General must create a process for reporting of violations of the law. The act was signed by House Speaker Cameron Sexton and Senate Speaker Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally in the past week and was transmitted to the Governor, Governor Lee uh, for action on March 2nd. Welcome to the party, boys. Welcome to the party. Embarrassing. Just embarrassing that we had it took this long to get this done. We, I mean, this is the same legislation that was repeatedly killed by the medical lobbyist and the PAC money and all those the all those you know critters that crawl around advocating for things that are against your interest up there in Nashville continually and constantly. <sighs> anyway, you know sometimes you just got to take what you can get even if it's late. And here's what I would say uh, to politicians in general. When your people are clamoring for something that is conservative and should be mainstream and you drag your feet on it for two or three years, it's like if, you're, if your wife asks you to take the trash out or asks you to help with the kids or asks you to do something and she has to wear your butt out about it for three or four days, two or three years. By the time you do it, you don't really even get any credit for doing it because you shouldn't. I mean, you have to tell a man, right, because we're kind of dense. Uh, I like to be just told. I told my wife, but our marriage is so much better when she finally learned that I'm an idiot and I have to be told. And sometimes she has to almost like hold me by the shoulders and say, I need you to pay attention to me and do this thing. I'm like, yes, ma'am, I'll do it. But sometimes I have to, that's what I have to get. And so, but we did that. We did that for two years. It should not have taken this long to get to where we are, which is just, we just wanted it back like it was in 2019. This is not, these aren't huge, gigantic asks that the Tennessee uh, conservatives are wanting. This was just basic fundamental stuff. And and I'm telling you, we've got to keep a better eye up there in Nashville than we are right now. And I forgot to do this. Please go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that support button. Uh, we'll send you this directory of your state senators, your state reps. Uh, I enjoyed drinking lots of wonderful beverages last night out of this Tennessee conservative tumbler. You might even still be able to smell a little bit of uh, premium IPA uh, that was in here last e last night uh, if you saw me at the convoy. And we will send you, this was very popular last night, this uh, Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker and this Proud Tennessee Conservative bumper sticker if you donate uh, to us any amount. If you donate 50 or more or any recurring donation, we'll send you this puppy. 
this publication is expensive to run and it costs me money every time I turn around. Gas money, travel money, hotel money. I got another business, right? I just want this thing not to lose money. So if you can help me get this thing to break even, any small monthly amount that you can do would be uh, wonderfully helpful. And that's one thing I told people that you can practically do with any conservative organization. If you don't have a lot of time, a little bit of money every month uh, helps us keep doing what we're doing. And I'll tell you why that's important, and then I'll close. Um, there is no money in giving people their freedom. There's no money in giving people their freedom. There is no money to be made by giving uh, kids educational choices. There's no money to be made in giving you your medical freedom. There's lots of money to be made by keeping your kids trapped. There's lots of money to be made by forcing you to consume products or to do things you don't want to do. Um, and, and there's money to be made in crony capitalism. And there's money to be made in corporate welfare. There's money to be made in uh, setting up obstacles uh, for small businesses to crawl over while corporations that have the resources to do things can go up there and lobby, 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 lobby against everybody's best interest, and they do it all day long. And Republicans just fall, just lay in bed with them, many of them. And so that's why it's so important for you to support conservative organizations that are actually having an impact and an effect uh, I forgot to mention the social media censorship legislation. I'm going to send a standalone uh, action alert about that, and you might read about that also in Brandon's brain. Uh, I'm going to try to get that puppy out the door today or tomorrow. I've enjoyed writing those. But, uh, guys, for those of you who were at the truck convoy last night, I just enjoyed seeing you. You know, I spend my life in front of this damned computer all day um, and on the phone talking to people. It's not my preference. I like to see folks, but because I work another job, I just can't do as much of it as I want to. I'm kind of like a hermit. I come out every once in a while, and I love to see people, but then I got to get back to work. Uh, family, I'm building a house. It's a whole nine yards. So seeing y'all last night was just, it just made my week. I enjoyed it. I love you all. Thank you for the kind words of encouragement. Sometimes when you're working by yourself, uh, doing something like this, you don't People say that they appreciate you, and they send you little emails and things like that, and, and it feels good. But when you see somebody, you know, out in person, and they, they really, uh, they let you know uh, that you're not by yourself, that you're not crazy, uh, that, that you uh, have a similar shared value set, it is just very uplifting. So thank you so much for all of you that came out. Thank you for Amber uh, for helping us. I don't know if you'll see this uh, at the table uh, thank you for Kim uh, helping organize that thing last night. I got to see Gary. I got to see Mark. Uh, lots of really good folks. Some people were there from Americans for Prosperity. I think they've got a, a new grassroots director I'm looking forward to getting, getting to know. So I just enjoyed it. So here I am talking to y'all as if you were here, and I'm just staring at my face on this screen. So until next time, uh, when we get out there and get to see you, Rebecca, thank you. Anita, I appreciate you. Lisa, uh, I'll be here. Go download our podcast. Last thing, I keep saying this is the last thing. This really is the last thing. Um, I'm like my mother talking on the phone. Um, when I, I saw a lot of people last night that follow us on Facebook, but for whatever reason, they are not on our e-newsletter list. This thing may get shut down tomorrow. Facebook, right? We don't know. Uh, there's so much censorship going on. And, and just saying that word and the few other words that I've used in this broadcast is one reason that our, our reach has been diminished. So it is really important to get on our text alert and our email alert. Uh, and they may shut that thing down too one day. I may, I may have to start mailing you letters. Uh, so go ahead and sign that thing. 
uh, sign up, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Make sure you get the e-newsletter. It's really important. All right. And, and Jason just put the subscribe link in the comments section. So you can click on that puppy if you're watching now. Uh, we don't sell your information to Russia or the CIA or any other nefarious organizations. Uh, we just communicate with you via email, etc. All right, that's it. I'm going to shut up here and get back to work. Guys, I appreciate you very much. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm looking forward to getting out by the pool. Uh, I go to a place called the Sports Barn. It is my refuge. I go work out there. I've been working out there for almost 20 years now. And uh, this time of year, I take my oldest. She really loves going to the pool. I love going to the pool. And uh, it's heated. It's heated this time of year because it's just not, it's not warm enough to turn the heat off. And so it's like getting into the bath water. So I get to hang out there, uh, soak up some sunshine. Uh, we need it after all the rain and the clouds and everything that we've had. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I'm going to get the old blazer out, 72 blazer I drive. I'm going to drive that around, take the top down. Uh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time if she's running good enough to, to get down the road, and we hope she is. All right, that's it. I'm done. Y'all have a great weekend. I appreciate you very much. I'll see you next time. Take care.